Hey, everybody. Welcome to What Are You Doing in Denmark, the podcast where we talk to people in Denmark, some of the coolest people we can find, to see what they're doing here. And my name is Derek, and I am joined by my co-host and unindicted co-conspirator, Mike. <laughs> uh, that's right, until the feds find. Uh, and today we are super excited to be joined by an amazing woman, amazing entrepreneur, voiceover artist, a recording artist, a cookbook writer, a pie shop owner. We are so happy to be joined by our friend, fellow American, friend of the pod. It is Aaron Eberhardt. Chapman, welcome hey, to Waited. It's awesome to be here. Love you guys so much. Yes, I'm so <laughs> glad we get to spend some time with you. And I know you've been um, in a bit of a, a busy period because it's been a, a, it's been pie a wet weather summer. in yeah. the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my partner, Dorda, and I at the pie shop are the only two people that are excited when it's actually rainy in the yeah. summer. <laughs> we love the cool, rainy weather in the summer. Yes, and know. please keep listening even though <laughs> we're saying how much we like the rain. <laughs> it's more pie weather, right? So it kind of it goes much better with our line of business, which luckily is like 80% of the time here, so it kind of works. <laughs> Out, right? <laughs> it's funny how an American pie company can be perfectly suited for the natural climate of <laughs> yeah. the greater Copenhagen yes, area. It's like perfect. That. Pine coffee. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, pie season, you probably would think of as sort of the autumn and the, the winter months as we're creeping into. Yes. Pretty soon. Actually, next week is pumpkin pie season. Oh. So it starts and that kicks off everything for autumn. So, yep. So I'm curious. So like mm -hmm. obviously in the in the US, pumpkin spice has turned into almost like beyond a meme Religion. once pumpkin spice lattes <laughs> come out from Starbucks and everything else. Yeah. Is pumpkin spice one of those things that was that you think people in Denmark had before? Or is it something that you feel you kind of evangelized and brought like the the, the pumpkin flavor to, to Denmark? I think basically what we've done is pulled the the flavors that Danes understand kind of around Christmas and just pulled them forward into fall, uh. which we already did because we had you know, October and November as pie months for uh, us in the U.S. And so, and a pumpkin pie, right? And yeah. of course, yeah, Starbucks did the pumpkin pie powder mm -hmm. <laughs> in, the, in the coffee. Um, so, and actually at the American Pie Company, I got to say, we actually do these pumpkin spice lattes, but we put actual pumpkin, we make a, a basically like a filling for the coffees with real oh. pumpkin, like the actual pumpkin oh. pie filling that we do for the pies. We put it in the coffee. That sounds amazing. So it's almost like a warm pumpkin spice shake, you know, because oh. it's like a little bit thicker. So it's almost like, almost like a frappe kind of yeah, consistency exactly. that way. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to be so, in for one of those because yeah. I won't say the, the name of the brand, but it's not Starbucks. <laughs> it's the Nordic version. And yeah. I had one of their pumpkin lattes because I think they came out this week and it's mostly just cinnamon. So that was a little disappointing. Yeah, it's, it's normally, so. and it's usually like powdery or yeah. like a syrup where we're doing it like actual, we, we try to take it to actually taste like pumpkin pie in a coffee. Mm -hmm. So it's good. And I think, and the funny thing is, is that Danes have really grabbed onto the idea and we've seen it firsthand. I mean, we started eight years ago and I remember people coming in kind of looking at our lineup in the fall like, uh, does that taste like vegetables? You know, they would think that the pumpkin pie was going to taste sure, salty. Yeah. I was like, no, it tastes sweet. And they couldn't really figure out how it tastes. So I would tell them it tastes like a, a Pewernula cheesecake, which is like a gingerbread yeah. cheesecake. And as soon as you say that, they're like, oh, and something clicks. And I have yet to have one Dane trying it after being coaxed into trying it mm -hmm. that did not think it was amazing. 
I mean, it so is. We are it, turning serious religious converts. I love that. Pie. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's the best flavor. I mean, and, and in the U.S., you can do so many different ways. There's a yeah. classic pumpkin pie, you can do pumpkin chiffon. My family, we like the pumpkin roll, so oh, you have it. It's fantastic. Everything, cake. Any muffins, cupcakes, hit me. But I love you, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at a pumpkin, like most people know what one is, it's not necessarily something that looks like what you want to eat. Well, I think the ones that you think of like for carving, you yes, know, exactly. in October, those are not the ones that make good pumpkins. And that's no, no. not actually the pumpkins they use when oh, you may okay. get filling. It's actually usually a cross between something called a Dickinson pumpkin, which is like a little small uh, meaty pumpkin uh, that has a lot of meat on it, not all the stringy oh, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also a butternut squash, Ah, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot here. So <laughs> if you're going to make a pumpkin started. pie from scratch, you should always do it. use butternut squash here. It's way easier. Ah, I love it. But I, I would it. recommend just, you know, going to get a slice at our shop. It's just easier to come to you <laughs> and do yeah, it Yeah, we can that just way. make it for Yes, you. exactly. And <laughs> I think I may go there and perhaps look for a new BFF, which is something we can start right now, in All fact. Right. Yeah, because um, uh, on our show, we like to make sure that you feel right at home and have a BFF sitting at this table with you. And it could be me, it could be Mike, and we're about to find out with our BFF test. That's right. So we'll start with the first question. We're gonna see which of us is gonna be your your first chance at a BFF. And obviously you like to spend time in the kitchen. We actually like to spend time in the kitchen as well. And so your BFF is going to get to cook one of their favorite meals to make. Have you over, have a nice meal, everything else. So the the two choices you have Mm -hmm. is would you rather have your BFF make you Italian style meatballs and pasta or would you prefer to have pretzel bites and beer cheese? Oh, okay. I'm from Wisconsin, so I need to be true to my... Uh, I love Italian food. It's one of my favorites, but I'm going to go for the beer and pretzels. Soft there pretzels, I hope. Oh, yeah. Soft pretzels. Maybe yes. with some mustard dipping sauce and exactly. some cheese curds on the side. <laughs> exactly. Oh, this is one of my this is one of my COVID staples. Yeah. I learned how to make pretzels, and they were actually we had I made pretzel bites yeah. for our, our New Year's party this last year, and they were a massive hit. A oh, massive hit. They are so good. They're so good. Yes. Well, my meatballs are still good. I'm. They are know, delicious. They are. They are delicious. Sorry. They are. That's okay. That's okay. You know, that's uh, that's the the risk you you get in the BFF test yeah, of putting okay. yourself out there. But the second question, maybe I can still a uh, make some ground here. So uh, we think a BFF should bring something extra to the table, and that might be having something extra on them. Would you prefer to have a BFF that always has gum on them, or a BFF that always has gummy bears? on them gum oh i know i know it sounds silly but i am not a big gummy fan Ah. like or uh like gummy bears um and licorice and all all that candy stuff like blend slick and slick is not Not for me i'm more of a you know cookies and cake person but i also because you might have mentioned i I do voiceovers and i often need actually a a real good trick when you're doing a voiceover to get the juices flowing Mm -hmm. is to take a piece of gum just for about 15 Uh, 20 seconds and then take it out and then all of a sudden you can you're ready to go. You're clear that's and ready awesome. to go. Yeah, so gum. Well, I'm Who's two for that? two. I always have gum. Oh, in no. Half. No, that's Sorry. okay. And you're, that's and, you're, okay. and you're sitting across from Haribo's number yeah. one customer <laughs> in the Nordics. You're like the bear. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When we moved into our uh, current apartment, there was a candy store, like a, a, a <laughs> slick, like a like a pick-your-own yep, candy store below us. And uh, <laughs> they closed after we moved. Like, oh. So I don't know if it was because of me or possibly yeah. COVID, but uh, I just know that they're not there anymore and it, it could have been me. It's probably your fault. And it's so probably my fault. Mike, are you a gum guy? I'm a gum oh, guy. Always, always, like, always have gum. Every time I go to the blend yourself uh, 
slick with my daughter or whatever. I'm always the one that's picking all of the chocolate. Mm -hmm. Like I find anything caramelly on oh. chocolate because oh. anything, because I, I don't find the gummies all that exciting. Yeah, mm. and the licorice, it's like I can eat it, but oh. I'm just not like, wow, this is amazing. So you've been more than 20 years in, in Denmark. Have you adopted yeah. licorice or are you still, no. that's crazy? I think, I think that putting licorice in everything is also like mm. super. The toothpaste is the one that kills me. they sneak it in places, yeah, uh, toothpaste. It is like, it's like, you guys, come on, there's lots of other flavors and spices. It doesn't have to be in every single candy and every single thing. Like it's just bar. like, yeah, and then, the, and then the funny thing is when you get the blend slick, it's like they all kind of taste the same. Yes. <laughs> it's like different shapes, but all the same flavor. And it's like, and then my husband is like, no, these are so much better than these. And he has, he's so picky and he takes all the oh best ones he says. And I'm like, but if I eat them, they really taste the same. It's, yeah. yeah, I agree. I don't get so, it. So not really into it. I don't really get it either. No. Yeah. I'd rather eat 20 pieces of chocolate. <laughs> I'm with you there. That's yeah. my favorite as well. So let's see if I can go three for three here. Okay. And we can become no, the or maybe ultimate. Oh, okay. oh, give me one. Give me we'll one. Okay, we'll just see. give me a yeah. wink if it's your answer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so with this one, we know that you are a huge RuPaul's Drag Race fan. Yes. And we decided that your BFF is going to give you the opportunity to lip sync for your life. Okay. Now, would you prefer your BFF to come and lip sync against you with the song The Sign by Asa Bass? I just talked or, about that today. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, go for it. Or Physical by Olivia Newton-John. Ooh. Okay, so it's funny you mentioned the Ace of Base track because I just talked about that track this morning and really? how much I, they were like, I had just moved here or visited here for the first time when those songs were out with Ace of Base. It was kind of a pivotal point in my, ah. my past. However... I will pick physical. Because because um first of all, Olivia can do no wrong oh, in my amazing. book. It would make for I think a much, much better uh lip sync. I agree. Because mm. there's more to do. Mm -hmm. And I actually saw her think I was I'm so glad I got to see her. I saw her in Vegas um mm. several years ago, but it was amazing to me. She was already a senior, but her voice was like an angel. Oh, she's amazing. I know. It's she's amazing. amazing. So I'm going with Olivia Newton-John. Good, good well, choice. Good choice. So I guess we're BFFs. I guess we're ultimate BFFs. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that's fine because later in the show I may have a chance to win you back because we're going to do a second round of the BFF game later. But I know you won't really have time for drag right now with everything else on your plate. No. Um, <laughs> no. But, uh, <laughs> Maybe in my next life. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you've been pretty busy since yeah. you, you came to Denmark. So what? Yeah. Well, first of all, what, what are you doing in Denmark? What brought you here in the first place? Oh, my gosh. What am I doing here? <laughs> well, okay. So a long time ago, uh, I met a Dane boy. So it, uh, and he kind of sparked my interest in mm -hmm. uh, coming over here to visit. And I think when I was around 18, 17 or 18, I was already, like, just ready for something else. I grew up in a really small town in northern Wisconsin and... I was just about ready to start university, and I just was wanting more. But I don't know why, but I wasn't really drawn to, let's say, Chicago or New York or L.A. That's where a lot of people. And I've sure. lived in a couple of those cities around them, but I just it wasn't like something that I was um, like, that's where I want to go. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go elsewhere. And once I had my very first visit here in Denmark, it just the whole lifestyle and the the European way of life just was so my cup of tea. I mean, really, it just fit me immediately. It felt like putting on a comfortable shoe. I don't know hmm. why, but maybe I have ancestors from around <laughs> that area. I don't know. That kind of kicked it off. And then 
in my university, there was a Scandinavian studies department. Mm-hmm. There's only two in the whole uh, country of oh, wow. USA, one in Washington and one in Wisconsin, Madison, where I went to school. And I, um, I told them I wanted to try to take a semester here. Mm-hmm. I did that, and I took a semester mm. at DIS, which is uh, sure. the International yeah. School for like University Students, and mm-hmm. yeah, and that was oh my god, forever ago. I'm not even gonna say <laughs> <laughs> back in the '90s. And then because I had so much fun with that, and uh, I went back, uh, finished my studies, worked as an art director for about a year and a half, and mm-hmm. then told my parents, uh, I think I want to try living in Denmark for two years tops. I promise, mm-hmm. two years tops. <laughs> and I remember having that conversation really. Specifically with my grandma, one of my grand, I was super close with all four of my grandparents. And that one, though, she was like, I'm afraid you're not going to come back. I'm like, I promise, Grandma, I'm going to come back. And I I got uh, in because it was a lot easier back then to get sure. in. <laughs> it's yes. harder now. We all know. Wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, one of the ways that I got in was I had a letter of recommendation from a man who was a professor at my university that I became friends with. Mm-hmm. He's no longer with us, but his name was Nils Ingwersen. And he was uh, knighted by the queen oh, oh, to wow. be, at that time, to be like the most learned man on the subject of um, Hans Christian Andersen. Wow. And his class was very, very difficult. A lot of people took it thinking you were, they were going to slide through. Right. Oh, it's fairy tales. Exactly. exactly. But it's just a really little known fact. And to this day, I don't have a copy of that letter. And I don't know if the actual immigration offices do. And I've been thinking about asking if they have that on file because I would give anything to have that mm. to, to, oh, be amazing. To, to frame. Yeah. Anyway, he wrote me a lot of recommendation. And he was like, Sir Nils Ingwersen, <laughs> uh, if you're nasty. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, um, I... I had that in with all of my other things, and I think, I don't know, I like to think it helped, and I remember giving him a thank you for that. And two years has become... Two years, years. yeah, I came literally with nothing, uh, and just started figuring things out, and after three weeks, got a job as an art director in an advertising agency, and I'm still friends with those people today. Well, as you kind of came in, what was it like? Because obviously there's always the challenge. That's kind of one of the classic things in, in Denmark. You, when, once yeah. you get here, like it can be difficult finding finding work and being able to yeah. fit in and find kind of your place in there. Kind of. Yeah. What was the key for you as you came in? A lot of people ask me this that are mm. new here or that are thinking about coming here. And mm-hmm. um, I was just very uh, – you have to be brave. You yeah, just sure. have to put yourself out there, first of all. Yep. Danes will not come to you. You have to come to them, also in friendships. Yes. That's just how it is. Yeah. Some of my best friends, it took me two years to build up their confidence to talk to me. I would keep talking to them, and then finally they would you know, reciprocate yeah. the, the vibe. Um, but you have to just you know, push. And back then... I mean, I looked up on, you know, uh, how do you say advertising agency in Danish? <laughs> okay, Reclaim Bureau. And I, I, I remember typing that in, and I just make a, made a note, and I just cold called everybody. And some people were like, wait, uh, uh, how, how old are you? Uh, uh, no, thank you. We are not interested. And it's like, okay, you know. But one, all it took was on my third try, I got an interview, and they, uh, yeah. And I, I and the person that actually decided to hire me is still one of my very good friends today. Really? Yeah, she's like my big sister. So it's just about timing, but you just have to keep going. Sure. Don't stop. 
So you just need a letter from a knight, call, <laughs> call three people on the phone, <laughs> and that's it. And when, and then eventually and you smile. get a, and smile, and then eventually you get a pie shot. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. There's, <laughs> a, there's a lot between them. Okay. But it no, does, I'm just kidding. It does help to like you just have to like put yourself out there. If you don't, yes. um, no one yeah. is going to, yeah. no one's gonna listen yeah. because you have to cut through all of the, you know, the noise. Sure. How do you find in your career? Because I think you know. One of the things that I really enjoy working in Denmark is kind of bringing kind of my Americanness, which is the classic, a little bit loud, a little bit pushy, a yes. little bit that, but kind of <laughs> it blends well with, you say, like in Denmark, maybe it's a little bit laid back where you can kind of push a little bit and have yes. that go. How have you found for yourself being able to kind of, because I mean, you're you're an entrepreneur. You've done about 45 different things yeah. across Literally. your adult life. <laughs> and yeah. usually working closely with Danes and yeah, yes. Actually, yeah. it's all, all your Danes. business partners. All have been my business yeah. partners have yeah. been Danes and because I actually love Danes. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have married one if I didn't. Right, right. Uh, there is just something about the Danish mentality that fits very well into my uh, humor, I like my sense of humor and yeah. my, I, I don't know, there's just, I just feel very lucky that there's a place for me here. I've learned a lot from my Danish friends and my Danish colleagues along the way also on how to be more structured because I am a very creative person because Danes have the structure. I appreciate it so much. And also to have a work-life balance. Like when you're off, you're off. Now, of course, when you're starting your own business or whatever, that's not always the case. But still, there are times when you have to force yourself to say, okay, I really need to turn off now. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a workplace, usually that is respected. And I think that that is amazing because in the U.S. it's complete opposite. And you don't yeah. feel guilty here about taking time off. That was a huge thing for me. So I think um, I appreciated that so much. And it, I appreciate it so much that after living here in Copenhagen for 17 years, and my husband and I and our daughter moving back to the U.S., thinking that's where we belonged. Mm-hmm. And then it was me, actually, that said, no, we have to go back to Copenhagen. Most homesick for... The place I know. That I, your had home. S- I have Stockholm sy- syndrome with, uh, with Copenhagen. <laughs> Copenhagen syndrome. Yes, Copenhagen yeah. syndrome. <laughs> That's fun. No, I feel that reverse culture shock too, and I, yeah. I, I can relate to that. And even not having been here quite as long as I think you were at that point when you moved back, mm. I feel it even just going back for a few weeks where I'm like, how long have you guys been here now? Uh, going on seven years. Seven, seven yeah. years is the magic. Wow. That's the yeah. magic. Okay. That's when it shifts. Five years is yeah. the point where you start questioning a lot and you get really sure. confused and you're like, what the F am I doing here? Yeah. Um, and do I belong here? Hmm. Is this my meaning? Yeah. I mean, and then you get past that for that year, you ask a little more, but sev- year seven is the one that where's the shift, yeah. I think. Honestly, I, th- I kind of feel like we're that's kind of the flow because you have like when you come over, it's kind of the honeymoon. And at first, it's like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. everything is so pretty yeah. and yeah. everything is amazing. And, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and then like you kind of find your way in. You're like, you still have that kind of novelty and back and forth and friends visit, and then mm-hmm. eventually that kind of wanes off a little yep. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of coming out of that's the same thing where it's like, okay, we said this is going to be home. Like we we bought a flat, and then suddenly you know you do have those kind of things of like. You know, what are we kind of what are is this what we're doing like it and, and I totally get that in, yeah. in that way yeah yeah so you'll see I think just speaking from <laughs> from <laughs> yeah. experience that you will start to ease in even more and the longer you do even better you get you just get deeper friendships and sure. you get to you know and people just you become a part of society just like anywhere yeah. Yeah. I'm sure but I think yeah. that's one of the most interesting parts because I feel like 
it's in the last couple of years we started having opinions about things in Denmark, like right. there's about things the government does mm. or about cultural. Mm. And yeah. in a way that when you first come over here, you don't even recognize it because you don't and not just and you about don't it. Care you don't pay attention because Correct. you're like yeah. Yeah, but in this blissful existence. Because yeah. they're not your problems. No. Right. When you feel like a guest, they're not your problems. I mean, no. you can, they right. affect you, but you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. You know, starting a business, that was then when you came back that things developed with the <laughs> American Pie Company. That yeah. developed uh, on the return trip, I guess. It did. And that's a really interesting segue in our, our turning point, I would yeah. say, in my life, very much so, because I had moved back to the U.S. after 17 years because I always felt like no matter, even though I was comfortable here and I had my daughter here and all of that, I felt like I still had that one foot out the door. And mm. I think it's, be and that's actually why I, I had written the cookbooks leading up to that certain point because um, they were to uh, basically hone off uh, or keep, keep um, homesickness off, right? Mm, okay. So that's where the whole cooking and baking thing came into my life because Anytime I felt that little sting of homesickness, I could make something at home and just the smells would make me not have them anymore. So that's where the cookbooks came in. And I always had this dream about having a pie shop, but it just wasn't tangible for me, sure. uh, really. I couldn't th imagine myself doing it by myself. Um, but when we moved back to Denmark, then I was really in a weird spot because now it was my kind of decision. Thank you for my husband, for my Danish husband, for understanding because he had the California dream and I had like, you know, the Copenhagen dream, I think. When I came back, I had to find a really carve out a place that really took that homesickness away 100 mm. percent. And it did. Mm. It did. I mean, it erased it. So um, I had met. My now partner, Dorda uh, Pripp, and uh, we got to talking, and I found out she loved Americana. She loved mm -hmm. all things American and had actually been to, to Sanford University, and her, her kids had gone to school over there for high school. And, and we got to talking, and she said, you know, why did you write these cookbooks? And I said, well, I always wanted to do a pie shop. And this was right when I was almost ready to move back to Copenhagen. And she said, I think we should do it. <laughs> I think we should do it. And at the time, she was uh, uh, the CEO of CBS Executive, mm -hmm. Copenhagen Business School Executive. And she said, I just, I want to do something else. And I thought, oh, my God, I barely know this person. Because <laughs> like, we didn't know each other that well. Um, you know, she wanted to do something else. And I had already had my own business. So I'm always like, yeah, okay, I'll just put another parachute on and jump off the cliff right? and see how it goes. You know, but, um, but she was just uh, really into the idea as well. And I liked that she was a Dane, uh, like that she was a Dane who loved America. Mm -hmm. And I'm an American who loved Denmark. And I thought that was a really nice synergy. Yeah. And we, if we could create a home away from home, I knew that I wasn't going to be homesick. Yeah. And so she was so cool about staying out of my hair as far as like creatively what the pie shop should look like. Mm -hmm. And she just said, just make me feel like I'm walking off the steps of Copenhagen and into a pie shop that exists here forever. But I don't want to feel like I'm in Copenhagen. I just want to feel like I'm somewhere in the U.S. I don't know mm -hmm. where. So right away, I as a creative, I'm like, well, we're going to get rid of, you know, Elvis and burgers and milkshakes because right. I feel like that's it's very, very Every cliche. American diner and it's like, or, that's yes. not what we are. Yeah. We are a pie shop. There's a big difference. We're not even a diner. We're a pie right. shop. That's what we specialize in. Sweet and savory pies, right? So I, my two grandmas were still living. As I told you, I was very close to all my grandparents. Uh, and I called both of them and I'm like, okay, when you were young, what would have looked like maybe what what would the place have maybe looked like like the cafe or the 
the pharmacy, you know, what would it have looked like where you would have gotten something sweet or, or hung out and had some food. And so that actually is how we've based our, the look of our place. Ah. We brought everything over from U.S. Everything in that shop is from U.S. Really? Yeah, also from my grandma's farmhouse. Yeah. So doing that totally erased my homesickness. And that is why ever since the pie shop has opened, it has filled a serious void for me. And I think for a lot of other yeah. people, too. Like How nice that I, th- I think a lot of people that are American living in, in Copenhagen or elsewhere in Denmark, when they visit there, they get a little slice of home, literally. Literally. And, and from you. And you get – I think that's really sweet that you get to kind of fill that void for other people, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now it's turned into a business now, yeah. obviously. But sure. it's kind of was, yeah. it, it kind of started from our love from what we remembered, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I heard that in uh, – an interview you had done with the Scandinavian Standard uh, talking a little bit about this journey uh, with you and your partner that you sat around, drank red wine, and talked about business ideas. No. (laughs) 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 And I brought some red wine. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. It's Friday. Because because I have some business ideas that I wanted to run by you, and I thought we could play a little game based on uh, Shark Tank. Well, I I have a couple of business ideas that similarly tie together some American and Danish uh, phenomena, some some American products with Danish products, so kind Love of like it. apple pie in Copenhagen. Yeah, I kind of want your opinion on these business ideas I have to see if maybe <laughs> they Are can you thinking, work. You thinking about branching out? If, you know what? If Franchising? Yes, yes, <laughs> perhaps. You know, I got to keep a diverse portfolio. You of do. Businesses. You do because you never know if one's not going to work. <laughs> and I don't. So. I don't know about voice acting or, or releasing <laughs> any music. And <laughs> I'm not sure about baking either. But okay. you know, I've got some ideas. And uh, the first one that <laughs> I want to present to you is uh, is uh, Duo Snaka. So kind of like Duolingo, but this is basically to help Danish people with small talk because Americans are very good at it. Danes sometimes struggle. So it's just like Duolingo. You'll start with some easy things to talk about, like the weather or or home improvements. Then you ease into more in-depth conversations like Kim Larsen or (laughs) Summer Hussets. And then uh, eventually you can get up to really hard conversational questions like, how are you doing? <laughs> and how, are, how are you really doing? How are you really like, doing? Just please tell me. How to answer practice. <laughs> or like, how many scarves do you have? Just the things yeah. that, you yeah, know, that, that are, important. are important to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So that's my first. It would be an app and then you would just get a daily prompt so you can practice. <laughs> Small talk. I, I think that this is a, a great idea. <laughs> okay. You know, the, the, I like the in-between, like after you've gotten over the weather. Yeah. Like what is Because the where does step? it go? It's, I know. I think that's the transition. And that's where you then you need those like. You need those prompts. Those, those interim. <laughs> to bring you along. Right. Yeah. I know. You're you... not going to go to the scarves yet. But like, okay, <laughs> weather. To, yeah, home improvement. Or... Like home improvement. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Candle. Like, yeah. Or like, how many candles do you have? How, how big is your apartment? How big is your apartment? Yeah. And like, yeah. Um, is, it an, is it an end deal? You yeah. know, you have to yes. yeah, have to talk about that. Where is it? That'll buy you at least yeah. five minutes. I mean, I live up no- I live up in a house up north. And so then, you know, then we have to talk about like, gardening. you know, gardening. What are we planting? Are you using? like a, a push mower <laughs> I using the other kind you know yeah. you know and then the, when you got kids then I, you have right. to ask about that I mean like oh my kids like 
got something weird on their scalp. <laughs> like, what did you do? You know, those important things. Yes. You know, if you get to that point, we're really opening up then. I think it might be yeah. one to invest in. I'm not so. good at the BFF stuff, but yeah, maybe I've got some business <laughs> ideas. That's that's so, one. It's a school okay. to, it's a school that's, to that's, do a snack I, I think it would actually help get the conversation going here. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be good. Mm-hmm. That's our. Mm. <laughs> oh, 7 Eleven oh, wine. Yeah, that is. <laughs> All right. say the, I didn't say the wine was going to be nice good. Nice at room temperature. Yeah, <laughs> also. Room temperature, red wine. Um, okay, the next one is um, hopefully, hopefully you'll like this one just as much. So, yeah. this is, you know, in the U.S., we do this thing where you can get a seven pack of underwear that has all the days of the week mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, I have this idea for a 52 pack of underwear that is for all the week numbers. So, it's hear me out hear me out i could use this yes i could okay. totally use this so you don't have to wear it all week because that would of course that would That'd be a different that, conversation that would be other problems but if every sunday you knew you could go in the drawer and put on your week one underwear yes. your week two underwear you could wear your week ones and then you'd on like, new year's you'd be like wait uh just a minute Okay, yes. it's week 36. Yes. Like, so if somebody's like, ooh, can we move this to week 42? You can just look at your underpants and then say, but you don't know. oh, that's in, th- <laughs> in three weeks. Because I don't, the only weeks I know, I always say, are week one and two and 51 <laughs> yes. 52. Oh, yeah. I don't know all those If I make ones. it to week 10, then. And I've had a kid in school and, right. and people oh, are always yeah. like, oh, come on. You have a child in school. You should know that by now. Well, like, because you have 11. Week, you have week seven off, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. So that's yeah, a good but I don't even talk week seven. I just know exactly like when it is in February or in October. Sure. Like I use the dates. Mm, yeah, no. Well, yes, I no, know you rebel. I know. You me rebel. Too. Me too. We could. But weeks is a big problem for me still after <laughs> almost still, 25 years. So I, I think it's. I'm totally into that. And one. I know that a lot of Danes don't like it either. So. It's hard. If you can't change it, let's at least make some money off but of it. That's the business idea. There's those people out there. There's the and usually their parents, and they know they know exactly the week numbers. Like mm-hmm. they can just pick one randomly. Oh, I have colleagues like, that are like, like that. Week it's week insane. Twenty, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. whatever it is. I don't know. I don't even know. Is that like, May? Oh, Ascension is that week? Oh, okay. Trust I don't you. even know my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what week that is. Yeah, mine is either. No. Yeah. No. Okay. I'll have to okay. look into that. But great idea. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. Cheers I love to it. That one. Yeah. We're doing it. Week number underpants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the wine! It's getting so better. It's getting okay. better. Here's my my third business idea is yeah. um it's called it's 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 a bit like the American Pie Company. Okay. Um, Smallville USA. Yes. Okay. So this is basically where we take some of the best American sandwiches and we serve them open face. Um, but <laughs> so we're combining like Danish breads with. Uh, American style sandwiches. So picture me like I've kind of got a menu idea. So like a New England lobster roll, but we serve it on uh, uh, Frankspool uh, yeah. or the French yeah. bread, right? Yeah. Uh, we could do a Philly cheesesteak, but we top it with Danbo cheese and serve that on 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 rye bread. Uh, we could do a buffalo chicken sandwich with uh, Don Bleu, the Danish blue cheese. Good idea. On, on sourdough. Yeah. So I love it. Makes it real spicy uh, yeah. underneath. And yeah. also, uh, we could do a breakfast one as well. So, this actually happened to us where we had a, a, <laughs> a little brunch at our house and we put out like a tray of French toast, some bacon, and scrambled eggs, like all in different serving trays. And the Danish people that were there took a piece of French <laughs> toast and put it on the plate and then topped it with eggs and then sprinkled bacon on top. 
And I was like, oh, we never explained how to <laughs> properly eat American French toast. Right. And, which is? Which is basically covered in, sh- in even more sugar. And sprinkled with bacon. And sprinkled with bacon. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. They had one thing right, but don't yeah. put the egg but on the, egg, the toast. No, I thought it was a cute. It was tasty, though, with a little bit. Of, yeah. like, I copied them at one point. I was like, okay, you got something going. But like, you should stack it high, cover it in syrup, yeah, and yeah. douse it in butter, and yeah, then you're good. Yeah, exactly. That's but, funny, actually. <laughs> I mean, I think it would go over really well. But do you want to do it here or do you want to do it in the U.S.? Oh, I think I think I would do it here because I think I think I, the Americans would they would be like I don't know how to eat with knife and fork. Right, right. right. Could you imagine? Oh they would God. reject it. Where's the other half of the sandwich? I can't pick it up with my hands. <laughs> they, and they and they I have mean, access. Couldn't that to, be? Yeah. Yeah, they have I access mean, to the original. So right. Why yeah. would you do an knockoff if you can have the original? Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay, so it would be here. I actually think that's amazing idea right. i might uh you might catch me at reffin with my with a, my <laughs> oh, american yeah. smallville food yeah, truck yeah. next Ooh. summer yeah smallville usa is that what it's gonna be called? yeah i think i don't know it's a working title it's okay <laughs> nobody steal this idea <laughs> because i'm in i'm yes. in i'll oh. be silent i'll be your silent helper on the side <laughs> i feel like that's the smallville or the uh united states of smallville i think i think of the three I think that's the winner. That's the one of them for you right guys? there. TM. Okay. TM. TM. Yeah. TM. 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 Yes. Okay. TM. Cheers yes. to that. Cheers to I that. I love it. I think you got I think you actually had consecutively better ideas as you went along. Again, I mean, this is a, a nice thing to look at a um a, things that non-Danes do <laughs> that Danes sometimes <laughs> find a little weird like um you know, the way we eat French toast, for example, or things yeah, like that. Yeah. So we also wanted to, to make a short list of those things that non-Danes do that are kind of strange to, to yeah. Danes. And we've encountered many of them, and we've got to kind of hear your opinion. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear your yeah. opinion since you, know, you live with one and a half Danes. I just one and a half, yeah. yes. <laughs> but I feel like you're outnumbered because of the proximity to Denmark. So living yes. in Denmark, you're... you're I'm surrounded by Danes. You're surrounded by Danes. Yes, and I love it. Yes, it's great. Exactly, exactly. But still, we're a little bit crazy to them. Okay. And one of the crazy things or things that they think that we're crazy about, especially us Americans, is talking. And how much we talk, how loud we talk. I actually had in my office, we moved to like new offices a few years ago, and my boss refused to have an office next to mine because he said I was too loud. We, so. I like to say I can attest because I worked at the table with you during COVID. Yes, but, can, but then you just have to say it in a nice way. I have the same problem. I, I've always had the same problem. And I just say, I have a voice that carries. Oh, ah. I got to remember that one. I say it in a nice way like that yeah. because I'm very good at talking to those people in the back of the room Absolutely. without the mic. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and, that you know, loud talkers is just like because you're excited. It's enthusiasm. Of course. I bring the energy yes. every time. Yes. And yeah, you do. I do. I do. I do. But then again, this, this is also a country where they have the still zone on every train and they probably don't need it because no. unless there's a bunch of high schoolers going on there, yeah. the whole thing's a still zone. The, t- the whole thing is a still zone. I was actually on the train the other day and I was, and my, my husband calls me and I found myself talking. I'm like, hi. And he's like, <laughs> hi. Uh, are you in a class? Are you teaching class? I'm like, no, I'm on the train. And he's like, why are you not just talking to him? I'm like, I don't know. Everybody else is so quiet. <laughs> and, I don't, and he's like, because he thought I was in the quiet zone. And when I go in the quiet zone, people are just doing the same thing that they're doing in Correct. the other zone. The quiet so zone gets really, really like militantly like rigid, though. Because if in you the, forget in, to turn off even the buzzer on your phone. People, then, ah! And people have no problem yelling at you because they're in the still zone. Yes. I, they feel I, empowered. I, I, Yes, they feel empowered. <laughs> yes, yeah, but it's uh, called it's called autoritetstol. And I think it extends <laughs> a little bit beyond even just the the loudness because I I feel like it's also just sort of 
those other things like smiling, sometimes even like talking to somebody's child. I, f- I, f- I found myself doing that. And then somebody told me that was really weird. Like, you know, like, hi, like waving to somebody's kid. Yeah, you're like the creepy guy and on the yes, train. Yes, and somebody's yeah. like, that, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, because it's pretty common to do in the U.S. Oh, you know, yeah, you wave to the kid, baby. Yeah, or, the, or, or the kid starts looking at you. You mean acknowledge <laughs> each other? <laughs> right. And say good morning? <laughs> Yeah. And I hear that's more of a Copenhagen thing. I know your your husband's from North Yulin, so maybe uh, yeah. it's kind of... I mean, when you walk by somebody in the morning on, on the street, just and you're the only two, clearly, just, just, smile, just say hi. Just hi. say it. It's okay. Nothing's going to happen. In fact, everybody's going to have a better day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, it'll brighten it up. But there is an actual word for that. I just said it. Um, so that means authority true. True to authority. Uh, yes. And, uh, and, and that is a, a thing, that's actually a, a saying in Denmark that people are, and they te- there are certain Danes out there <laughs> that are really true to authority, and they take it very seriously. And that could be just like the little old lady on your street or in your upgang, in your stairwell, or, you know, and they, they really want to tell you what the rules are. <sighs> and it's like, Okay, yeah. And you're always like, yes, yes, yes. And I know everybody knows these people in their lives yeah. because yes. it's a, usually yes. a neighbor or yes. a yes. parent at school or something. They're just like really like they can't help themselves. It's yes. almost like a Karen, but maybe yeah. a, a can. A con. <laughs> a con. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one is uh, wearing a lot of colors. Like I, <laughs> I right. feel like I do it all the time. I used to, I had like a very serious, I had a very serious neon phase. Uh, yeah. Here? <laughs> like, oh, no, like before I moved here. Oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, can't wear that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like the, the clean, simple, minimalist wardrobe, but I do like a little color. Uh, it's safe. And I know that a lot of non-Danes do that. It's safe. And yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm luckily my husband and not like I want to paint my walls like the color of this outfit sure. but I mean I do think that people need to take some risks yeah. especially with paint it's yes. just right. paint yes. guess what if you don't like it just paint, over, paint it. over it it's like really easy change that you don't have to do much I have a really good friend here that has a beautiful interior shop mm-hmm. up north and uh, and he's really working his artist to get people to start using like push color instead of the safe white and gray here's the thing why do you want to paint your home the same color that the sky is 80 percent of the time <laughs> why like I, why and i Give understand yourself, it's keeping yeah. light or it's supposed yeah. to make it feel lighter bigger brighter and the candles i think are a oh, part of that candles. too but scented oh, candles <laughs> oh yes absolutely but that's another one is like anything scented candles or Otherwise, everything and I know, and I get really disappointed if I buy the wrong soap at the store. Sorry, I just like divulge that I do that. It's okay, nobody listens to this, and it's fine. fine. Yeah, you'll be safe at Netto. Okay, good. I agree. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, in the U.S., you have all the Yankee candle shops and everything else, you got all the different scents that are there. We've brought Yankee candles back, and we've had oh, our Danish Danish friends come over and be like, What does that smell? Yeah, it's it's a candle. Oh, yeah. yeah, another one, um, that's on our list would be being politically correct. <laughs> a lot of non-Danes do that, and sometimes Danes mm-hmm. find that a little weird. Yeah, it's constricting yeah. for yes. humor. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, yeah, not that's a lot of things are taboo. I mean, yeah. and of course, you know, we want to in- be inclusive for everybody, but the thing about Danes is that they're really good at poking fun of themselves. Yes, yes. And exactly. I think people that are too PC yeah. are not good at actually having a little self-humor. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. to go far in this life, and to build your self-confidence, 
you need to have self-humor. Yeah. You have oh, to yes. be able to poke fun at yourself. You're right. It's all related. It's that self-deprecation yes. too. Yeah. And also maybe because Sweden is so PC that it just, <laughs> it's just such a turnoff to uh Oh, my God. I, it's so funny. Like Danes are like the, the, the hippie Sweden stepchild of Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, yeah. No, but Sweden is like so square. Danes are like the loosey-goosey ones yeah. about like nudity and freedom and Swedes are like. A little more buttoned up and proper. Very yes. buttoned yeah. up. Bless their hearts. Uh, I guess another one that, that we've learned here that I think actually has, has surprised us and changed us here is being time flexible is something that I find in the U.S. we do where sometimes we'll say something like, uh, just come over anytime after five. Yeah. And that can be very weird, strange, yeah. and confusing, almost angering. To anytime after five, friend. they'll come at they're five like, oh, What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> What yes. do you mean? They wait. In fact, they are there at five, but they're just waiting outside to wait right. till it's past five. There, <laughs> there are many times after five. I need you to tell me yeah. which one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, people like to be punctual. Yeah. And, and my husband is one of like if we're and he's pretty loosey goosey. But when we're supposed to be somewhere, it makes him nuts. Yes. If we are just 10 minutes late, I'm like, dude, I'll just write them and tell them we're on our way. It's OK. Like, oh, he really hates being late. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you are. That's just how it is. You right. do your best. It's always good to just let people know. But that's true. Yeah. That's true. Danes are quite punctual. Yes. Well, time is super important. So we're going to pause the clock right here and rejoin the conversation with Aaron in part two of this episode next week. Before you go, we have a small favor to ask you. If you're enjoying What Are You Doing in Denmark, please give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on so that more people like you can discover our show. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in your feed next week with part two of our conversation with Aaron Eberhard Chapman. Thank you.